Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show yeah man god is in the blessing business all day every day god got hundreds of millions of blessings that he passes out every day all i want to do is be the recipient that i'm the recipient of what he has for me that's all I want. I just want God's favor, and I go. I want God's blessings. You know, of course, I need his mercy and his grace, but I just want his blessings and his favor. I want, I want that in my life because it does things for me that I'm absolutely incapable of doing for myself. And I've been a recipient of many of those. And you can be the recipient of them, too. You already are, really. Really, you already are. If you're getting up every morning, that's a blessing. If you're getting one day closer to anything you're trying to accomplish, that's a blessing. But now, let, let me let, let me talk to you about this part right here, folks, because this is the part that messes people up a great deal. What happens when you get off track? What is that? What does that mean when you get off track? See, I've been off track, I can't tell you how many times. And it happens in so many aspects of your life. But but what is it that makes getting off track so debilitating to some people? You know, there are some people who once they off track, they off course, they off the dream, they on to something else. And you cannot allow the fact that you've gotten off track to stop you 
Can I tell you something? Everybody gets off track. There are people who are living their life's dreams in spite of getting off track. See, what happens when you get off track, here's the simple thing to do. The simple thing is just to get back on track. Now, that's, that's, but that's easier said than done, ain't it, Steve? Yeah, because see, people, when you get off track, here's some of the things that happen. See, you get the, here come the naysayers, some of them from the outside, some of them internally. Here's what gets said when you get off track. See, I told you. I told you. You know, you, you, you start hearing that. It's not for you. Okay? This is all just because you got off track. It's not for you. Okay, here's another one. It ain't meant to be. You can hear it or you can say it. Well, I guess it's just not meant to be. But let me ask you a question, though. Who made the rule that when you get off track, you can't get back on? Who, who made that rule? Where is that written that once you get off track, you can't get back on? See, because I'm going to tell you something, folks. There's no such rule. As a matter of fact, it's, it's quite the opposite. See, everybody in pursuit of a dream, a goal, an aspiration, or a mission is going to get off track sometimes. You're going to get derailed. There are going to be days where you're not going to get it right. There are going to be days where you feel like giving up. There's going to be days when you're just going to flat out get it wrong. That's the journey. But let me tell you something. Every successful person that I know, ever met, talked to, sat out and chopped it up with, have shared one thing in common. We all get off track. We all get it wrong along the way. I don't care who the person is. The president got it wrong along the way. Your pastor got it wrong along the way. Choir director got it wrong along the way. The principal at your school got it wrong along the way. The valedictorian of your class got it wrong along the way. The star of the team got it wrong along the way. They've all been off track. Your boss down at your job, he got it wrong along the way. Your immediate supervisor got it wrong along the way. Everybody I know that has any measure of success in every, in every level that you call success, however you want to label it, has gotten off track. As a matter of fact, it's impossible. Listen to me. It is impossible not to get off track in pursuit of your dreams, goals, visions, aspirations. It is impossible don't you let nobody tell you that they got through life unscathed, that they made it because they was just so determined and I would let nothing turn me back. Yeah, you might not have let nothing turn you back because you're here. Oh, but you thought about it. Oh, you thought about it on days when you was off track. But see, people don't like to tell the whole story. They just want you to think as much as you can about them. So when they tell you their story, they leave out, the, the, the stuff along the way. It was just hard work and determination that got me here. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was the fact that you got off track. 
and the grace and mercy of God allowed you to get back on. His forgiveness allowed you to get back on because you would not believe what some of the people have done. So when you get off track, don't allow the naysayers outside and the big naysayer inside. Because let me tell you something. The biggest naysayer of them all comes from inside. See, it don't matter what other people say out there. It takes some time for you to learn this, and I understand, because it took me some time to learn it. See, I have a lot of naysayers out there, but I ain't operating for them. I operate and function for the ones that love me, for the ones that get me, for the ones that understand what I'm really trying to do. And so don't you be the one that doesn't allow yourself to get back on track when you get off track. Because like I said, who made the rule up that you can't get back on track? There's no such rule out there. Stop stopping yourself from getting it right. So what you started the diet at the beginning of the year and you already off? Start another one. Start over. Try it again. Don't ever stop trying. If you stop trying, you can't make it. But if you never give up the effort, if you never give up and say it's over, it ain't over. You heard the saying, it ain't over to the fat lady saying, I never invite her. She's not invited. It ain't over to the fat lady saying, I don't know where the fat lady stay. I have not sent her an invitation to none of my events. She's not welcome here. She didn't ask me a couple of times, how come I never get invited? Because you're going to start singing. And I ain't got time for that. All right? Stop inviting the fat lady to all your events. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry, how are you? Good morning, Steve. I'm fine. Thank you. Carla Pharrell, how are you? I'm doing well. Good morning, crew. Junior, how are you? I'm great, Unc. How you doing, man? Nephew Tommy, how about you? I'm good, Unc. Strong in the struggle, baby. Strong I would like to open up this show with a question and answer period because Herschel Walker was uh-huh. one of the top speakers at the Republican National Convention last night. Uh-huh. Here is Ralph the White Guy interviewing Herschel Walker. Herschel, how are you today, pal? Oh, my God. I, I might have found, Mr. Ralph. Might have found. Oh, you, no. you, <laughs> you sound just like we like them to sound. You know what, yeah. Herschel? Can yeah. I ask you a question? Go ahead, go ahead. On a go, scale go ahead. of 1 to 10, mm. how would you rate our president, Donald Trump? Oh, not Miss Ralph. <laughs> now, I tell you, now, what, oh what you got to do now, you got to look at someone like a like a Miss Trump that he is. And, and yes, he, when you yes. get to rating somebody like this, you don't come, come up on. with no nines and no tens for somebody like a Miss Trump. Now, well, what do you have, like, Herschel? I, I, well, you, you come, you, 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 the fact that you asked me something more like a 12 or 14, oh, something like that. My God. Yeah, good God about it. That, that, my that God, was, what an American you are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? I, and I just love the way you talk. You talk just the way we like them to talk. Let me, let me, you don't mind, let me paint the picture so folks know what I look like. You know, I got my hat balled up and I'm I'm rubbing it back and forth. But go ahead, Mr. Oh, God, we love it when you do that. Oh, God. Hey, hey, Herschel. Herschel. Mm-hmm. How did you meet Donald Trump? There's a story going around that uh, 
You guys were at Disney World and you were at the Small World ride. What happened there? We, 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 me and my family, all of us, we come together. We, we goes out on a vacation and he gets out there. Hey, 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 let me stop you right there. That's rare right there, Herschel. But but when you got some friend like Mr. Trump, you can go out on things like this. Is he your friend, Herschel? Oh, Mr. Ralph. Hold on, hold on right there. Can you moan and say my name like you said again? Is Donald Trump your friend? Oh, Mr. Ralph. Oh, God, this warms my heart, Herschel. Good God tonight. That just warms my heart. He rode all through that whole roller coaster with us. Me and my family come off. Glory. Yeah, we come we come off through that. Yeah. He's a small Oh, my God. He's a small world. Oh, my God. You know what that reminds me of, Tommy? That reminds me of... Who? who? Wait, 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 wait. Now, who you call? I'm Herschel. Herschel, you know who that reminds me of? That reminds me of Down by the Riverside. Down by the riverside. Oh, God. When I hear that, I just think, wow. We want to make America great again. Hey, thank you for joining us, Herschel. You're talking about some hits now, down by the riverside. You know, and if we had more Americans like you, we wouldn't have a problem this November. It looks like we're going to lose. So, Mighty fine, Mr. Ralph. Mighty fine. I appreciate talking. Great American. Herschel. Did you need your shoes signed, sir? We got to go. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, get ready for Ask the CLO right after this. Help us, Jesus! Ah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Guess what? We're back. How about that? i like to thank my co-workers for a great opening. Thank y'all. Yeah, sorry. I hope You're you welcome. guys didn't miss that opening. Anytime. We'll be here all week. Thank you. Go ahead, Shirley. It's time to ask the CLO. Uh, if you want advice from the CLO, our chief love officer, please submit your questions to steveharveyfm.com. Are you ready, chief love officer Steve Harvey? Boy. This is from Boss in Meridian, Mississippi. I'm married and I've been messing around with a woman that I do landscape work for. It's been going on all summer and she's a little older than I am, but the sex is good. We shower together and then she likes for me to walk around naked so she can look at me. She's also taken more than a few pictures of me naked. Last week she told me she was going to stop paying me extra money weekly since she had a good thing going and I'm enjoying the sex. She doesn't realize I was only doing this for the extra money. She has pictures of me and said if I stop giving her what she wants, she will send them to my wife. What should I do? Oh, well, you're going to have to keep doing something, man. The hell is you taking pictures for a fool? See, first of all, just walking around taking pictures. Let, hold up. Let me explain something to your stupid ass. <laughs> first thing you need to do is get over to that house, get naked again, get in that shower, get out that shower, and get that damn phone and get your ass out that house. <laughs> you got to get your hands on that damn phone. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. if she old, she ain't going to know how to get it on iCloud. Get her computer, <laughs> take the computer and the phone, and get your ass out that house. That's all I got for you, son. But you need the phone That's and her though. damn computer. And you got to get out that house. Who is that that's good, down the though. Street butt nigga? Who is that driving down the street butt nigga? Who what do you mean that's good, Shirley? <laughs> that's good advice. I like it. See, oh, yeah. You got yeah. to get that 
that phone and that damn computer and uh-huh. get out that house. Ooh, That's all luck. I got for you, partner. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> all right. Whew. And don't do that anymore. DR in Newark, New Jersey says, I'm 28 years old and I just got my PhD and my first job as a college professor. While in grad school, I dated a senior that was 23 years old. We got careless one night and she got pregnant. She broke up with me right after that, but I told her I'd support whatever decision she made about the baby. Recently, her dad called me to say I've ruined his daughter's life and I need to marry her to make it right. He said if I don't, he will send a letter to the college president saying that I prey on young women and I should be fired. I don't want to marry his daughter, but I don't want to lose my job either. What should I, how should I deal with this big mess? I would go right in there to the college president and explain to him what you said to the woman and how it is. And then her father called you and said, I've ruined his daughter's life. Now, if she was 23 years old, you understand? I don't, how, how old is he? I don't know what that is. But 23 is an adult. He's 28, Steve. And she 23. 23. All that's clean and legal. Everybody's Mm -hmm. consent. And so if she's pregnant and you offer to help support the child and whatever, but he didn't got a call, I would would tell my own story before I allowed somebody else to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to call the president and tell him. I already told him. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I already know. I've already been in there. Yeah, but you are welcome to stop by and tell him what you said. Daddy upset. That's what that is. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were mm-hmm. grad school. That so is princess. If it's really her dad. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, man, you can't. the father need to grow up. You can't act old. You think he's ruined your daughter's life. Get married to somebody you ain't in love with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's really hmm. her dad. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Nene is an online listener. She writes, I'm a 44-year-old single female and I'm in a relationship with a great man. I had COVID-19 back in June and I was in isolation for two weeks. I didn't see my man for two weeks, so I was happy when all of that was over. It took him a while to have sex with me, but after a couple of days, we did it. The only thing is, he won't kiss me. He hasn't kissed me at all since June, and I can't make love without kissing. I've stopped being intimate with him, and he says he's just being cautious. How can I get him to understand that I don't have the cooties? Please advise. Ain't nobody kissing you. Mm. Mm. We're not Why? doing this. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how you think it's just a kiss, but y'all in there breathing the same air. Uh huh. He's not kissing her because she had COVID. She said that. Yeah. It has to be a fluid exchange or <laughs> yeah. breathing in the spitting spray. Uh-huh. That's, that's fluid. Now, I'm coming through there, but I'm going to have this mask on and I'm going to ask you to wear your mask. <laughs> no kissing. Well, now, you sit up here talking about I can't make love without kissing. Well, hell, he can. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. So she stopped altogether now, Steve. She well, it's over. With it's over. Yeah. So what now, about- the only thing she could do is go and get tested like, like you do for mm-hmm. venereal disease. Everybody get tested and show your test results. It's the best yeah. thing we got. Yeah. Could be or if they break up, then bad. what about future relationships? She sh- shouldn't say anything that she had about COVID. About what? 
Shut she had your damn mouth. But you had it, you ain't got to tell nobody now. Mm-hmm. If you done got through the two-week period, that ain't nobody business. You don't yeah. have to tell nobody that. Yeah, they don't. Uh-huh. You know. So, yeah. do you it's think not, he's going to get over it, Steve? You, do you think he's going to get over it? No, no, no. He just, he being careful. Mm-hmm. He ain't kissing her. It ain't gonna he ain't kissing okay. her. Because you All don't right. know who else he with. That's right. what he, can't, he can't get to nobody else. Oh, oh. Yeah. so that's why. Okay. So the two weeks she was down, he yeah. was with someone else. And now see, she forty four. Now if he's sixty four, he might have a pre existing condition, and he really don't need to be over there. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to leave home. Look at he said right, <laughs> right. <laughs> he was supposed to leave. Look how he did this photo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you as always, CLO, Chief Love Officer. Uh, coming up next, the nephew in the building would run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news with the latest from the Republican National Convention and the latest on the Hurricane Laura. Plus, in entertainment news, we'll talk about uh, Aunt Becky's fate and her husband's fate in the college uh, scandal. Also, Vanity Fair magazine and their tribute to Brianna Taylor. But right now, we'll talk to the nephew who is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? My auntie's bike. My auntie's bike. Oh, Lord. Let's rock that down. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Vaughn. Yes, Vaughn? Hey, man, this, this, this K-Dub, man. Listen, do, 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 do you know somebody that live on Yeah, my mama, my mama stay on Hey, who is this? Hey, this, this K-Dub, man, my auntie, Miss Tinsley, she live on now, my auntie say you uh, came over here and stole a bicycle and some other stuff out of her garage. Okay, hold up. First of all, who is you, man? I, I stole a bike out of somebody's garage. Who, who is this? Who is K? I don't know no K-Dub. This is, this is K-Dub, man. My, my auntie, uh, Miss Tinsley, live down the street from your mama. And my auntie just got you telling Ms. me you the one came over here and took a bike and, and a toolbox or something out of that garage. Man, first of all, I don't even know no damn Miss Tinsley. And second of all, I don't steal. Your, your auntie, Miss Tinsley, say I stole something out of her garage. Put, put her on the phone, man. Put your auntie on the phone. I ain't stole nothing from nowhere. I ain't got to she steal. Can't, she can't talk. My auntie can't talk to you. Why she can't talk? She say I stole something. No, my my auntie, Delph, she sign language me and told me that you the one stole, stole the bike. Your auntie, Delph, and she told you, she sign language you. And said, I stole the bike. Hold on, wait just a minute. Ooh, how you get my number? Hold on, wait a minute, man. She's sign right? language with me now. Hold on. Okay, she say, quit all that damn lying. You know damn well you the one that stole the bike. Hey, hey man, hold on. Up. So your auntie is cussing me out through you in sign language. That's what you telling me that I done stole the damn bike. Say, man, for, for, hey, first of all, how the hell you even get my number, man? I got your, I got I your number from some people that live down the street that say that I asked them for Miss, uh, ain't your mama Miss Yeah, Miss my mama. Okay, okay, well, look, man, the people down the street evidently knew your number. I told them I needed to talk to you soon as my auntie told me that, that you was the one that stole the bike out the garage. Now, look, I ain't trying to hey, have hey, no problem. Hey, I just hey, need hey, you look to bring the bike can you, can, 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 hey, man, all that. can you sign language back to your auntie? Yeah, I can sign language back to her. Tell her that I said that I ain't stole no bike. How about that? Tell your auntie I ain't stole no I'm damn telling bike. Her right now, man. Hold on. Grown man. I'm trying to tell her right now. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. She's saying something. She said your black 
just lying. And you know damn well you got that bite. Man, look here, man. You, your damn ain't it? That street don't with nobody on this street except for my mama. I'm a grown man. What the I got to steal a bike for? Your damn, see, she must be dumb, too. She deaf and dumb. She think I stole something. Y'all don't, I, mean, I don't even know y'all. Who the you? My auntie ain't deaf and dumb, dude, okay? My, my auntie don't never lie. And if Miss Tinsley say that, that, that somebody took something, that dog, she telling the truth. My auntie don't be lying. And just to be lying, why she just gonna lie on you? Why she gonna pick you out? Man, you know what? I, I don't know what the going on, but I ain't got no reason to steal no bike. Now, I'm a grown, I got a car that ain't paid for. I got, I'm a grown man. I'm trying to get custody of my son. So I'm gonna come in somebody's garage and steal a bike. Is you crazy? You crazy as she is, man. Get out of my line with that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My ain't to talk. I don't know what she's saying. Wait a minute, man. I'm trying to see what she's saying. Oh. You say that black know damn well he took that bike. And he better bring that damn bike oh, okay. back. That's that Look at man. I don't know why the you still on my line, man. I ain't took no bike. You dumb ain't his line. Do he, do he see even hey, man, put, hey, right? hey, dog. Let me tell you something. You're going to respect my ain't You hear me? Hey, man. You're going to respect me. You call my phone with that. I'm here trying to get my together. You call me some. Hey, who are you? Who the are you? I don't know who this is. I don't know no. I'm no K Dub, man. I'm K Dub. Everybody know K Dub. I ain't never heard of no K Dub on in my life. My mama been staying on for 15 years. I ain't never heard of no K Dub. I ain't heard of no Miss Tinsley. I ain't heard about no deaf lady. I ain't seen no bike. Get the off my line, man. Hey, man, CC, you gonna make me go down and steal some out of Miss house if you don't bring that damn bike back? Oh, you got me. Bring somebody to my mama's house if you want to. I'm on my way over there. Bring somebody to my mama house. My family is going to be over for you. The deaf, dumb, ain't you got? Whoever down there gave you my number. Everybody, you got me. We'll blow this up. I'll that street up. You go by my mama's house. You better not step in my mama's grass. You come by my mama's plant. I'm going to you up. You got me. up. you going to turn me to the dark side. I'm on my way right now. I don't know why we still on the phone. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What you say? I ain't... My ain't say ain't nobody scared of your... Ow. crazy. Say, tell your deaf ain't to bring her outside. And I'll bet you she hear them licks I'm going to be putting on your... Yo, I'll beat your... She going to be undeaf today. I bet she get cured when she see me whooping your... Hey, man. Hey, hey, look. I ain't coming by myself, homie. Tommy going to be there with me. Tommy going to help me whoop your... Who the is Tommy? Tommy who? Tommy, man, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you just got pranked by your mama, Miss Vera. Ah, uh, that's that right there, man. Ah, uh, my, uh, my mama know I don't like nobody with him, man. God. Uh, your mama you say, your mama say, my son love me to death. He don't let nothing, he take care of me. He don't let nothing go wrong with me. Already. He don't let nobody mess with me. He said, all you got to do is act like you're going to do something to his mama. Oh, man. Well, I hope she heard that. I hope she hit me cousin like I did, man. God, dog. I'm in the mirror sweating. I'm mad for real. <laughs> Y'all did this for me. I swear to God, I wasn't myself. On judgment, man. Tell my mama she wrong for that, too, dude. <laughs> what up, nephew? What up, baby? You, you, you off the chain, boy. You off the chain. You Y'all just like me, man. boy. You Y'all... love your mama. I ain't mad at you. <laughs>
Hey, I got to ask you, man, one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, without a doubt, man. It's the Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show, man. We'll be a few times, man. Without a doubt. <laughs> Hey, man, tell Miss Vera I said, hey, all right? I, I go, I'm going to we're gonna go drop off that little $200. But she want to she wanna play games, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't fight me on her now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Cussed out real nice and smooth. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Appreciate uh-huh. that little old cussing yeah. right there. You know? Play oh, you appreciate much. Playing with people and they bikes. Oh, y'all live to get cussed out, Junior. That's, that. That's your goal. That's, That's your life's goal. That's my goal. <laughs> and I got to tell y'all, he ain't lying because I done done it to him a thousand times. <laughs> he says that just as content. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Shirley and uh, Carla. Yes, yes sir. I want to congratulate you all for being fine women, working radio women, because... You could have been on the Republican National Convention last night and been introduced as Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend. (laughs) The hell you print that up under there and she walk out there with that little tight-ass dress on just as proud. (laughs) All that long-ass pony hair. Thank you for that compliment, Steve. All right, coming up next, thank you, nephew. Coming up next at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, it's back to school time. We want to show more love to the world's coolest teachers. In Albany, Georgia, Miss Evans and Miss Williams went viral with their What's Poppin' video. Take a listen. What's poppin'? Miss Evans on the beat, so tap in. You got options, but you better pass my class, no floppin'. Gonna log in every day, every morning I'm watching. Yeah, we virtual and you know what's up, so we about to take it up a notch. Yeah. My role is the best, no comparing. We had to top our truth, no daring. CTAE found arts and sports. Man, I want it all to myself, no sharing. COVID-19 had a stress, but it's nothing. We gonna overcome that space, no bluffing. Wear your mask, wash your hands, keep it safe. This is cause I really thought that a pandemic said something. Oh. On the South, we do more than rap. Doing all we can just to get you out the trap. Teaching up, lifting, motivating, and engaging our students. Going straight to the top, no cap. Yeah. What's poppin'? Yeah. No floppin'. No stopping. <laughs> we mopping. Yeah. Net away. Net away. Net away. Net away. Net away. You know Miss Evans don't play. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> How That's cute hot. is that? Yeah. You seen That's the video hot. on social media, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. see, but the beat is dope, is though. That? That's it. Oh, that's a song. I mean, I mean it's the a, piano it's... in there. Yeah, it's a real song. Oh, it's song. a song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a real song. That was good. Yeah, I'm not bad. No, I ain't so heard. Cute. That's yeah, so cute. So yeah, they so cute. They was doing the Muppet dance. I've been trying to do the Muppet dance. Well, Carla, you uh, know the, you There's a reason why you can't do it. <laughs> what? Carla All the kids dance. do the Muppet? Carla All can the dance, age, though. Age, age limit. <laughs> <laughs> the teachers are doing it. The age <laughs> limit. What's <laughs> <laughs> poppin'? <Even> the Muppet. <laughs> With all of this uncertainty, teachers Miss Evans and Miss Williams wanted to get the kids excited about this upcoming school year. We love the line, you got options, but you better pass my class. No flopping. Yes. Uh, we, <laughs> I love that. God bless all of our educators. Um, you know, and thank you for the job you do with our kids. Thank you so much. Yeah. Our real heroes, too. Uh-huh. Big round of applause. Uh-huh. Big round yeah, of applause. Absolutely. Absolutely. To them educators. And now, yeah. 
In other entertainment news, Full House actress Lori Loughlin, uh, we know her as Aunt Becky, of course, from Full House. She'll serve two months in prison for her part in the Varsity Blues college admission scandal. Her husband, Massimo Gianelli, will serve five months. Both are expected to surrender to U.S. Bureau of Prisons on See November that? 19th. All wow. they had to do was come on in when that first white lady went in. But oh Felicity. no, we going to court. They should have yeah. went on and played guilty like that other lady. She got 11 days. She did three. They let her out. They finna yeah. do some months now. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah. The, um, wasn't it a black lady that used somebody's address for her child? She got three years, didn't she? Oh, yeah. She oh, served, yeah. Served some time. Yeah. Serious time. Yeah, yeah, she has yeah, yeah. serious time served. So right. her kid can go to a better school. To a better school. Right. Better yeah. School. Yes, absolutely. All right, and finally, you guys, first it was Oprah that put Brianna Taylor's likeness on the cover of her magazine, Oh, and the billboards all over the city. Now Vanity Fair has put a portrait of Brianna Taylor on their September issue. Um, it's all about just uh, power and activism and um, uh, in the 21st century, and the article is called A Beautiful Life. It retells the story of Brianna's life and her death at the hands of local police in Louisiana, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And this is um, seen through the voice of Brianna's mom. That, that case still ain't made no movement? Nope. Uh, her family is saying possibly in October now, though. Oh. Yeah, according to the Vanity Magazine Justice. article. We're still fighting for Brianna Taylor. Still fighting. We're going to still yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Time to get caught up, Steve, on today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Yes, it is exhausting, folks. This is Antrip with the news. The Louisiana Gulf Coast are preparing for a one-two weather punch from Hurricanes Marco, which made landfill overnight, and Laura, or Laura, depending upon what it is, which is still a tropical storm and already responsible for six deaths, and they say they're really afraid when Laura comes to town. The Republican National Convention came to town, kicking off yesterday in Charlotte, North Carolina. No surprise, but it's official. I just want to thank everybody for being here. I felt an obligation to come to North Carolina. It's been a place that, uh, that's been very good to me. Hundreds of GOP delegates were there for the first day yesterday to formalize the renominations of both Donald Trump and Mike Pence. U.S. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy was back on Capitol Hill yesterday. On Friday, you may remember, he was quizzed by the Senate Homeland Security Committee. Uh, yesterday, he was called before the House Oversight Committee amid continuing concerns over whether he's been doing things deliberately to slow down mail delivery in advance of what may be a mostly mail-in ballot election, thanks to fears over the corruption. Coronavirus. However, DeJoy insisted those suspicions are wrong. This sacred duty is my number one priority between now and Election Day. But Democrats like Virginia's Jerry Connolly don't buy it. In a very brief time, congratulations, Mr. DeJoy, an esteemed institution that now is in doubt in the American public's mind. The Oversight Committee released Postal Service data over the weekend, showing increasingly delays in delivery over the past few months ever since DeJoy took over. They also say that mailboxes have been removed from the streets and that sorting machines have been dismantled. Not 
just unplugged, which they could have been, but dismantled. Protesters took to the streets of Kenosha, Wisconsin last night to protest the cop shooting of an unarmed black man by a white police officer. Two police officers involved have been placed on administrative leave. Video shows a cop shooting the unarmed man in the back several times as he attempted to get in his car with his children inside. The man, the victim, is in a serious condition in a local hospital. Food and Drug Administration has cleared the way for the emergency use of convalescent plasma to treat COVID-19 patients. That's plasma from people who had the virus but got better. And finally, Jerry Falwell Jr. has reportedly resigned from the right-wing Religious Liberty University in the wake of a sex scandal involving him, his wife, and a former pool boy. Uh, Falwell is already on on suspension for posting a picture of himself with his pants unzipped. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Trending news from our home station in Detroit, Mix 92.3. Employees working at a Detroit funeral home made a shocking and crazy discovery. They found a 20-year-old woman breathing and very much alive hours after the paramedics declared her dead. <laughs> what? Well, no. <laughs> You know we don't do this. You know we don't do this. The paramedics were called to the woman's home after she went into cardiac arrest. When they arrived, she was non-responsive. She was unresponsive, and they performed CPR and uh, life-reviving methods for the 30 minutes. And it was determined she didn't have any signs of life, okay? The woman was then transported to the James H. Cole Funeral Home, and that's when the employees of Cole Funeral Home discovered she was alive, called the EMS, and they took her to the hospital where she is recovering now. So, God, Daddy. This is with a turn of money right there. You got to be sure, listen. sure. Daddy. Give me a check. Give me a check. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy. Come here, come here for a minute. Huh? Now, listen. Huh. I don't want you to trip. <laughs> but the last body they bought in the back down here, <laughs> the black girl, Daddy, she back there talking. I want everybody get their ass out of here right now. <laughs> I don't know what this is right here. Somebody trying to prank her. Everybody go outside, stay right now. Everybody be still. Hold hand, we gonna talk to the Lord about this. Daddy, daddy, she said she was all right. I don't want to hit it here and better not nobody go back there no more. This could be a damn ghost or something. We finna go back here and do all this here. Shh, 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 shh. I think she, wait up. Oh, hell no, she was set up. I'd have took off. I'd have been halfway down the street, I'm man. talking about broke. You know we I'm talking about broke. Yeah. On the no. fly. Uh-uh. <laughs> you see the oh, oh, hell. Oh, hell no. She wiping all the makeup off. <laughs> I'm out. I ain't sticking around for nothing. Yeah. We ain't waiting for that. Uh-uh. But you know uh-uh. black if families to, own If I can get to my home. car, that's it, partner. <laughs> The woman was transported to the James H. Cole Funeral Home, and that's when the employees of Cole Funeral Home discovered that she was alive. They called the EMS, and they took her to the hospital where she is recovering now. She's on ventilators, from what I understand. Yeah. Wow. You know, guys, in all seriousness, we are praying. We are praying for her recovery. Absolutely. For her full full recovery. recovery. 
All right, and coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, guys, uh, those protests in Wisconsin, we'll talk about that. And uh, Milwaukee sports teams and athletes express their sadness and anger about that police shooting of Jacob Blake. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evans has deployed the National Guard to maintain public safety in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, due to protests after police officers shot a black man, uh, 29-year-old Jacob Blake. They shot him multiple times in the back after he tried to get into a car. Blake's children, ages 3, 5, and 8, were in the car at the time of the shooting. According to... Uh, Yeah, they saw it. According to CBS News, witnesses say Blake was in a headlock and he was tased by police and walked away before being shot. Attorney Benjamin Crump is representing Mr. Blake's family and released a statement. He said the officers were reckless, irresponsible, and their actions were inhumane and nearly cost the life of a man who simply was trying to do the right thing. The officers involved have been placed on administrative leave, and there is a petition for them to be charged. Also, uh, Milwaukee sports teams and athletes, including Aaron Rodgers, Chris Middleton, and LeBron James, expressed their sadness and anger of the shooting. Green Bay Packers star Aaron, Aaron Rodgers said there's a systemic problem, and until the problem is fixed, this is going to be an all-too-common occurrence. Not bad. Not to say, yeah. I saw that video, man. I, I, I'm still trying to. Horrific. I, I'm, I'm just not understanding what he did. Stop, halt is not, does not cause for that type of reaction from the police. I I don't know what in your training manual says when a man turns his back on you and walks away that you can shoot him seven times. Especially when there's multiple police, when all they, they, you, you want him to stop, jump on him. Uh, the the officer had the sh- his uh, shirt, his T-shirt, his wife beater T-shirt in his hand with one hand and the gun in the other, right? All you had to do was grab the dude, man. He was walking away. You, you could have done anything, man. You shot this man seven times, man. I just hope the, I hope the man lives and he's not, you know, permanently damaged. Seriously, but yeah. Seven shots, man. That's a lot. Man. In the back, Steve. In the <laughs> back. That's a blessing. At close range. Yes, and they saw them shoot their father. They saw those saw those officers shoot yeah. their dad. They saw it. What kind of image is that for kids to see? Oh, they're in the car. Right. Their dad's they on the ground. That's horrific. After being shot, that's seven trauma. Times. Yes, especially the eight-year-old yeah. and the yes. five-year-old. They're going. Yes. You remember? You have memory. You from remember eight, that? Five. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You may not remember three, at but three. if something tragic or traumatic happens to you at three, you might. Very you true. Might Very that. true. I remember this things when I was eight. When I was five. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah. 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 Mm. It, that is... that's so sad. That's so sad. <sighs> I, I Benjamin mean, Crump once again, baby. Go get it. Yeah, and there's Please we only have it. one Benjamin Crump. How many times? And that has to affect him too. You know, yes. he has to yeah. he has to keep showing oh, up at the, for these cases all the time. Imagine how we need to pray for him. How weary yeah. and tired he is. Yeah, he has got to be tired. Yeah. Hey, we we on the radio talking about it, and we tired. Yes. Exactly. I can yes, only Steve. imagine what he's feeling, yes. and I really can't even imagine. 
what the families are feeling. Oh my God, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then I repeatedly go back to what were these officers thinking? Mm -hmm. uh, is, is our life so worthless so that to you yeah. i mean that we just you could you could shoot him and kill it but i'm going to keep saying this i don't know how to bring this about but until we have mandatory police sentencing where you have to be held accountable for the same law that we pay you to uphold and it's very simple it seems to me because if you're paid to uphold a certain law then you have to be you have to at least be held accountable and to that same law i mean just see, that's common sense to me I can't or you can't shoot a person in the back. Nope. Mm -mm. Be in jail. Uh, do you know in some states, if someone is too. leaving your house, you can't shoot them in the back? That is true. Yeah. That's right. That is so That's true. Right. right. That's absolutely true. That's right. All right. Go to Steve Harvey FM on Instagram or Facebook if you want to comment on this. Um, coming up next, we're going to switch gears. The nephew is here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, can't nobody be that in love. Okay? That is the subject. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> can't nobody be that in love. But right now, the nephew is here for today's prank phone call. What you got for his nephew today? Lunchtime date, Shirley. Lunchtime date. Oh, you know. okay. That seems nice enough. Sounds good. Sounds sound good. You gotta eat simple, lunch. Right? Yeah, you gotta Everybody go on gotta date. Eat lunch. Yeah. Uh -huh. Check this out. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to speak to uh, I'm trying to speak to Alan. Yeah, this is Alan. Who's this? Hey, Alan. Yo, this is Derek, man. Check this out, bro. Uh, you you are Rachel's uh, Rachel's husband, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my baby. What's up? Something wrong? No, 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 no. I work. This, like I said, this is Derek, man. I work with your wife, Rachel. Right. You you so you a supervisor or something? I mean, you just about work or something? I mean, she's doing a good job and everything. She ain't better. No, 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 no. Everything's straight, man. Ain't nothing wrong with the job. Everything's cool with the job. This this right here, man, is. Like, it, what I noticed, man, and it's, you know, it just seems like every single day, you know, while she's on her lunch break, uh -huh. it seems like, you know, you would call and and and, uh, and then block up the whole hour of her lunch break. And actually, you know, just be real, man, I'm just trying to come correct with you. It just seems like you just cut in on all the time that I have that I have with her. Well, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, whoa, 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 hold, hold, hold up, hold up, bro, wait, you, what the f*** are you doing <laughs> At lunch with my lady, son. No, no, like I say, you know, we just we just spending time, you know, doing lunchtime. But it just seems so rude, you know that rude, rude, rude. You you okay? First of all, that's my lady. Okay, I can call her whenever the I feel like calling her. That's I pay for that phone bill. I bought that iPhone five. I could get the, call her whenever, please. All right. Secondly, you ain't got no business being with a married woman alone at lunch. This ain't no date. Y'all supposed to be at work. No, no we are at work. We, co we Like I say, we co-workers, you know? It seems like half the whole time I'm sitting in front of her, you know, we're supposed to be having lunch together, and, and she's talking to you the whole time. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay, what, what, what's your name again, bro? My name's Derek. Derek, Derek, all right, Derek, you work at the same building now? Okay, you, you at work right now, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm here at the job. I mean, y'all work in the same floor, because I'm finna come see you. You seem about to jump off way, way <laughs> different for you, straight up. Okay, so, dog, let, let me ask you something, man. What is the big deal... I'm just trying to. Okay, you act like you don't see her. You act like you don't see her when she get home. You know, so so why is it so important that you waste a whole hour of lunchtime holding her? It ain't wasted. I ain't, ain't wasting. I'm talking to my lady. Okay, you understand that? Why don't you go out there and get 
and then you ain't got to worry about sitting up in front of my lady. That's my wife. I walk down the aisle with that. We got kids. We got a house. We take care of this. She helped me hold it down. And this you, you, you ain't. You know, it's like you. You don't ever want to come in and do. But they got. I always want to come in and somebody else's wife and. Why don't you do this? Take 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 this advice and see what it works how it works for you. Go to the club, church, library, grocery store, wherever the find your at, and you get you a chick. You date her for a minute. You court her for a minute. You romance her for a minute. That's what real men do. You know what I'm saying? That's what I did. That's how I got my my Rachel. That's the that's my heart. You trying to sit up there in front of lunch with her every day for the past year? <laughs> I tell you what, bro. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But soon, soon you are gonna see me. Me and you gonna have none of this phone conversation. It's gonna be a face to face. Hey, and hey, you, dude, dude. All, all of, hey, man. What? I ain't trying to come between y'all at all. No, all you know, okay, like I'm saying, I'm not trying to come between y'all. I'm just saying it's every day you call it, man. What do you want? Wife supposed to talk to every god day. That's what a real do. You don't know about that because you a you ain't no real. All you know about is trying to holler at some street. You don't know what it is to put in work like a real man do. To actually hold down a home, pay the bills, everything, the family, the kids, and fixing the yards and fences, and you don't know nothing about that. All you know about is being a roach. Wife can't even go to work without like you trying to step to her and don't make no goddamn sense. But that's okay. Like I promise you, I'm gonna be there. You're gonna see me, and I'm gonna see you. You know, I tell you what, this is how this gonna go. It may not be tonight, but it's definitely not gonna go past tomorrow. Between now and then, you're going to see me. And I'm going to see you. And I can't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say, you what did you, what'd you say? Heard me. It's gonna, I will come see your by tomorrow, son. Me and you, Derek. That's your name, right? Derek. My, my, name, my, my name is Derek. Yes. I'm a, you going to always want to be both smiley face in my wife's face. I'm going to deal with Rachel when I see her. She can please believe that. Please believe that. Talk to her about her little friend at lunch. and Like, how the fuck get my number anyway, man? So I got your number out of Rachel's phone, but that's besides the point, man. Doing my wife's phone, my y'all ain't that cool. I don't think I, I ain't never heard of no Darius before today, and all of a sudden you calling me talking about you was at lunch every day with my wife and you. No, no, it's, no, it's a friendly lunch date, is what it is. Friendly, friendly, nigga, I know, I know about you. how you is do friendly. I know about all that. You ain't fooling me. I know like you who prey on married women all the time because they like you, but that's. Like I said, it's gonna change. I promise you. Okay, Doug. No, here's here's what you don't know. What you don't know is is, is Tommy. Tommy be pushing up on him more than me. Who the f Tommy? Tommy? Who the f who the f Tommy? Tommy is always pushing up on her. Tommy the one you need to be worried about. You have Tommy. Who the who the f Tommy? Any dog, 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 nephew Tommy. Man, check this out. This is nephew Tommy. From the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your wife Rachel got me to prank phone call you. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe y'all did this, <laughs> me, man. Oh, man, I was gonna come down there. <laughs> you alright, man? Man, I am now. <laughs> I was gonna. Ooh, you don't also gonna burn that building down. You don't even know. <laughs> right. All right, Pete, Pete, Tommy, this, this is my prediction. Somebody gonna f you up. For real. <laughs> Y'all, you just you play too.
much, man. Y'all tripping. Uh, hey, man, check it out. You got to tell me this, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Only the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Of course. Hey, <laughs> hey, come on now. Hey, hey, come Tommy. On. hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. This is my prediction. <laughs> Somebody going to blank you up, man, for real. Hey, God. Tommy, he was cussing you out oh, man, from the so time as soon as he said, the beeps up, were man. off the chain. <laughs> the beeps. Hey, man. The F you mean. Yes. I can't call my wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, it's blankety blanks like you. You think blank. You didn't put in no work. Yeah, he's talking about to be data. a man. You know what I mean? Go and spend some time, man. Put some yeah. work in. That's what Good I did to get work. my wife. It's my Fix girl. Oh, man, 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 dog. That was crazy. Oh, that he was serious, serious, man. Oh. He was serious, man. He was serious, man. He was serious, man. It, it's probably going to be today, but it ain't going to go past tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you going to see me, Derek. Right. <laughs> that is your name, isn't it? Real soon, buddy. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, you believe that. Oh, oh, oh you going to believe that. Oh, things going to change after I see you. <laughs> Not through today. And it was a long pause after you told him who you were, nephew Tommy. It was a oh, long man. pause. Yeah, who the blankest hey, Tommy? Yeah, hey, man. Tommy be pushing up on the more than me. Uh-huh. Man, blank you and Tommy. Tommy. Who the right. blankest Tommy right. anyway? Just that's a little lunch wild. date, man. That's all. Just a little lunch date. You call How it. How do you come like up with this crazy stuff you in your it, head? Man. What do you? What do you want? Man? That's what you're supposed to do, man. Talk to my wife every day. Yeah. What? I got something for your punk ass, though. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you could tell he was a good husband. He was Dog. a good family man. Dog. But let me tell you something. All the way through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Out here fixing fences. <laughs> Dog. What, what do Dog. you want? He done fixed everything man. around that house, though. <laughs> What like do it. you want, man? What is it every day? What, what is it? What do you want? You Woman can't it. even go to work without some blankety blank like you pushing all pushing up on up. it. <laughs> oh, it's cool, though. Won't all be right, happening thank- after I see you, though. <laughs> thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it's my strawberry letter. The subject, can nobody be that in love? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Just a quick reminder before we get to my strawberry letter for today. There are 70 days, 70 days, 70 days until the November 3rd election. So please go right now to get registered at vote411.org. Vote411.org. And also get your dates as to when you can early vote in your state. That's very important because we want everyone to early vote this year. Early vote. All right. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Mm -hmm. Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, can't nobody be that in love? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 37-year-old single lady, and I work with a married couple that gets on my last nerve. They're the most happy couple in the world, and they love to rub their relationship in everyone's faces. 
We've all recently returned to the office, and our boss let them share an office. They love to announce to everyone that they're going to lunch, and they walk around holding hands at all times and making flirty gestures when they're around us. They love to tell us how wonderful it is to have found a soulmate and how we should pray for ours. On their Instagram pages, all of their pictures are of them kissing and holding hands or cuddling, and it looks so fake. My coworkers and I know that some something bigger is going on because can't nobody be that in love. So we created fake profiles on Instagram, one for a woman and one for a man. The fake male profile sent a DM to the wife to see if she would respond. She did. And over the course of a week, she was ready to meet the fake guy for a drink and would tell her husband she was going to her mom's house. The husband also responded to the fake woman and said he needs a break from his boring and controlling wife. It was just as we thought. They're sick of each other. I know what we did was low down, but they need a reality check so they will stop preaching to us about love and the joys of being married when they're both miserable. Her husband and I messed around before they got married, so I know she can't be that pleased with him in or out of the bedroom. It's time to expose them, but we will still have to work with them. What should we do? Oh, wow. What a dilemma you're in. I, I think you're crazy. I, I really do. I think you're crazy for real. I think you're a hater. I think you're petty. And you must have an absolutely miserable life. You must. Otherwise, why would you be doing this? Why Why would you care? Why does this bother you so much? So what? They're faking it. So what? It, it's not up to you to question and judge them. I mean, really, who are you? And who put you in charge of checking to see if everyone who says they're in love is really in love? Who gave you that job? I think you're jealous of what they have or what they seem to have. I don't care if it is fake. Not, not You don't have anything going along, going on romantically in your life. You just don't have it. So you're, you're focusing on them and you're trying to bring them down. You can't stand to see him with someone else since you say you dated him first. You put that you know, in the last paragraph of the letter. Uh, He didn't do all this lovey-dovey stuff with you, did he? Uh Uh-uh, he didn't. I know he didn't, holding your hands and all that. I I know he didn't do it. So you're mad and you're vindictive. You want to get him back. You're in revenge mode right now. Uh, (laughs) So you took time out of your day to set up these phony accounts, you and your coworkers, to expose them. I just think it's pure evil. And for what ultimate goal? To to I, to you, I just say, grow up. Stop these shenanigans. This is stupid. It's not your business. Who cares? You could eventually cause some serious trouble in their marriage uh, by by you know these false profiles and making them do this and stuff. I just say, let these people live. They don't need your help, little hater. They don't need it, Steve. Um, before I answer this question, I want you to know that I will be answering this question in, in uh, what I've created. Uh, I created these things called CTOs, and I take CTO? CTOs from time to time because I just don't feel like it sometimes. So What's I'm gonna CTO? read this letter, huh? What's the CTO? Uh, it's what a Christian that? timeout. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, so oh, you, you're taking oh. time out from Christianity yeah. to yeah. respond to, to this letter? Yeah. To answer this letter. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. 
Can't nobody be that in love. You Uh damn right. (laughs) Thank you. So happy you said it. I'm a 37-year-old single lady. I work with a married couple of gifts on my last nerve. They can do that when you single. They can do it very, very quickly. Mm. I got you. They the most happy couple in the world, and they love to rub their relationship in everybody's faces, especially yours. Oh, I love this letter. We've all recently returned to the office, and our boss let them share office right there. Uh-huh. Who done come out of quarantine with their damn wife and now want to share office with their wife? I'm with the lady. Can't nobody be that damn in love. Not after this quarantine. I'm so happy to be back at work. I don't know what to do. And I swear to God, I love Marjorie. But doggone it, I don't want to share no more damn offices with her. Watch, watch yourself. You watch it. Okay, come I on. I thank God the lady wrote this letter. <laughs> Best damn letter I ever heard. They love to announce to everybody that they going to lunch. They walk around holding hands. Not after quarantine, you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> they love to tell us how wonderful it is to have found a soulmate and how we should pray for ours. You should pray for your soulmate. But after right. quarantine, your soulmate is probably on your damn nerves. I got more about this letter. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll have part, t- part two of C's response coming Nobody up in 23. Nobody that damn in love. That is the subject. 23 after the hour. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap uh, today's strawberry letter. The subject is, can't nobody be that in love? Can't nobody be that in love. <laughs> This damn couple and got on their nerves at the quarantine. The Boston gave them an office together. They holding hands, going mm. to lunch. Said, we going to lunch now. Kissy, kissy. Mm. They walking around holding hands after quarantine. These, this couple sound happier than Herschel Walker at the Republican National Convention last night. No, These two damn people so happy to be just all stuck up Fist in each bump, other behind. High five, Steve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If this ain't a Herschel Walker at the Republican National Convention last night, I don't know what is. Just jammed all up in each other crack. Oh, wow, Steve. They love to tell us how wonderful it is to have a soulmate and how we should pray for ours. You should pray for your soulmate. Mm-hmm. God gave me mine. But after quarantine, I wish somebody would have said, well, you and Marjorie finna share the office now. What? Uh, oh. I, you better be careful. Share the Crazy office. man. <laughs> no, this is the truth. I know. My, oh, my I wife know. need a break from me. Uh-huh. Hey, she's not Shirley on the radio Hall. announcing it to millions of people, sir. Hey, Shirley. Hey, Shirley. <laughs> Nesto need a break from you. Oh, I know that. Uh, oh, I ain't doing uh-huh. Hey, uh-huh. hold up, Carla. Tosh, Tosh need a damn break from you. He moved out the Hello. home office from me. <laughs> Hello. Took his ass and started working from his car. Uh. Yeah, so now they sent him in. A, on their Instagram pages, all their pictures of them uh, kissing and holding hands are it looks so fake. Because it is. Mm-hmm. My co-workers <laughs> and I know that something big is going on. Probably is. Because can't nobody uh-huh. be that damn in love. Wow. <laughs> so guess how we found out? Mm-hmm. Created a fake page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all 
right now. Yeah, one for a woman, one for a man. The fake male profile sent a DM to the wife to see if she would respond. She did respond and over the course of a week was ready to meet the fake guy for a drink. What? Not lovey and dubby. (laughs) Oh, hell no. Not peaches and herb. CC and Reefus. Oh, that was, that was my yeah. favorite. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> it it now. The husband also responded to the fake woman. He said he needed a break from his boring ass wife. Whoa. And controlling. Kiss me on this picture. Hold my hand. Look in my eyes. Walk with me at the office. Say you love me. Flirt back. If I wink at you, you wink at me. He doing all that. You want to go out for a drink? Hell yeah. <laughs> and it was just as we thought. I Just as I thought, too. Ain't nobody that damn in love. But they need a reality check so they can stop preaching about the love and the joys of being married when they are both miserable. Yes. Her husband and I, here's where the letter took a turn. Exactly. Her husband and I messed around before they got married so I know she can't be that pleased with him in or out of the bedroom. Oh, see, I was with you through the whole letter. Uh, yes, you were. To all of a sudden, up popped the reason your ass is worried about the both of them. Thank you. Because you single, ain't happy, he ain't happy, she ain't happy, and you wanted to make sure ain't nobody happy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can't nobody be that damn in love. And Shirley said it best. You ain't got nothing else to do. Not a damn thing. It's time to expose them. But we still need to work with them. What should we do? Now, here's the truth of the letter. Go sit your ass down somewhere. Thank you. It ain't your mm. business. What, 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 what do you mean? What, what should we do? What? Nothing. Now you know the truth, you to find out, but it ain't your place to say nothing. See, now let me tell you something. See, now if you go to each other, each one of them with this information you got, you're going to have to pay for that. Now you're already single. You're going to mess around and have a stroke. Mm-hmm. God don't like ugly. You got to be careful. A stroke, dog? I'm just saying you. I'm not saying I wanted to. I'm just saying you could. You know. You know. I just, re- just reiterate. Well, I'm just. You know, with all these little crazy ass pranks you did, I'm surprised you survived. I don't even know. Where, I, I swear to God, I don't know where that's coming from. She speak up now. You, of you all the people on this damn show, a stroke now? What? You done, let, let's just go over some of the shocking things you didn't see. You done called a man and told a man that one of his twins he having is probably black. Because you had, what? You called another man and told him his wife is your brother Tim. Now you in my ass because I said she might have a stroke. All right, we got to go on that note on your 
post your comments Ooh. at Steve Harvey yeah. FM on Instagram and Facebook. Please check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on Demand. Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour. You know what time it is. Time for Junior Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, you know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Uh, Shirley, uh, the NFL commissioner got something to say now. You oh, know, yeah? Uh, yeah, he, oh, he, they didn't find themselves in the NFL. Uh, according to the Black Information Network, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said he should have listened to Kaepernick about the reason he began kneeling during the national anthem back See. in 2016. Really? Oh, really? really? Oh, now we got some understanding. Goodell uh, did a recent interview, and he said he's sorry for not talking with Cap. Finally. Yeah, finally going to admit it. Then Goodell also said that the players kneeling, it's not about the flag. What the hell we was saying the whole time? We've been saying it for four, for four years. years. Four years. <laughs> we've That's been it. saying this. And Cap ain't played in four years. This is greatness. This is happening. Yeah. There's a turn happening. First mm. of all, Good- Goodell is doing something that our president won't do. He yeah. apologized and admitted he was wrong. You yeah. look at the Republican National Convention last night, they still mad about the kneeling because it gives him a platform to stand on. This yeah. great American flag and our, our military, it's never been about that, dude. Ever. The military Ever. is not mad. They know what it's about. Right. Yeah, they're right. not even mad. Absolutely right. They, they're not even upset about it. Why would the what? NFL have something against the military? That right. doesn't even make Hello? that narrative it's, doesn't even make sense. Yeah, no. They do two yeah, different but jobs. It doesn't Why make would sense anybody to us, have? Listen, but to your base, it makes all kinds of sense. But see, yeah. it's crazy. Imagine what, that. Yeah. Listen to me. Most of us have a family member somewhere in some branch of the military. So. Oh, yeah. My husband was in the military. Dog, yeah. dog. Dog, hey man, we done prayed for the safe return of soldiers and military people for years. Thank them for their service. Black Come people on. are some praying people about when it come to people in need. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And now all of a sudden, man, he done made that his, his little soapbox. He gonna stand, up. and they still doing it, and they they are using that as an agenda. But mm-hmm. the most appalling part of it all, I know it's not on the subject, but for them to have on their show the two white people that was out front of their house with a with an AK uh-huh. and a and a nine or whatever she had. Yeah. The guns pointing Man, at the uh, For you uh, to Black be the Lives president of a United States and put out in the front of your convention two people with guns to some unarmed peaceful protesters. Demonstrators. Yeah. yeah. And put that out there like that's your statement. That's divisive right there, man. It it's is. a horrible president, man. It really yeah. is. He's a horrible president. Really? Herschel, thank you. And Herschel. Herschel and Jaheen. (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, can couples who don't agree on politics last? We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday was the first day of the Republican National Convention in Charlotte. And we also heard about the shocking news of President Trump's senior advisor, 
uh, Kellyanne Conway's abrupt resignation from the White House. Kellyanne's husband, George Conway, is a lawyer. He's a prominent critic of the Trump administration. He's a Republican, though. Um, the couple's 15-year-old daughter, Claudia Conway, said strife in her family is out of control, and she still wants emancipation from her family. Kellyanne said that uh, her resignation is the best decision for her children and her family. She said... Uh, um, also that her husband, George, will be leaving the Lincoln Project. That's a committee uh, formed by former Republicans. So the question is, can couples who don't agree on politics last? Can they last? Mm, if you're a Republican, relationship. he's a Democrat, he's a Democrat, you're, you know. A Republican and Democrat might be able to make it, but you can't be Biden and Trump, though. <laughs> yeah. That's just too big a damn difference. Yeah. Right a Trump Republican. <laughs> you know, you can be Humphrey and Reagan. You can be that. You can be Bush and Clinton. Yeah. You can't yeah. be Trump and no damn body. Yeah. yeah. And expect yeah. to make it. Yeah. A Trump because Republican is different. This dude is the type of president where he invokes hate. Deep seated He racism. invokes real hate. Yeah, yeah, he does. You know, look, Deep man, seated. I didn't care for George Bush, but I respected him as the president. As the president. Yes. Love him now. Right. Love him now. Oh, and, and, oh, and, 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 you know, I, did, I, did, I didn't care for him as the president, but I didn't, I didn't have a dislike for him. No, and he was you know. very presidential. Well, somebody can be the president and you don't disagree, you don't agree with everything that they're doing or everything no. that they're Absolutely. saying. This is no. a next this level. President this president right has people who hate him. Yeah. And yeah. has people who hate you if you don't love him. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, this is probably to me the most polarized president we've had. I mean, oh, look, absolutely. man, no question. You, you, I can't find a redeeming quality in him. Mm-mm. And we all respect the office of the presidency. We all respect that. Your president, we're respecting that title. Of but one thing he's done, and I don't really give him too much on that because I know why he did it. The prison reform bill. who he wants to use as what he's done for black people. When you correct a wrong, uh, what what he wants to do, that shouldn't be in the first place. You know, unfair sentencing, Mm -hmm. all this here, man. Too harsh of a sentence. Bruh, bruh, bruh. that don't reflect the crime at all. And, and, and it's y'all the ones sent them in here. So I'm not really sure what that was. But that's it, man. Everything mm-hmm. else you've done has been always against somebody of color. Mm-hmm. DACA, mm-hmm. the wall, the kneeling. The wall. The, there's wow. good, fine people on both sides. both sides. I mean, man, just over and over Black and over. And never and have you once come out in support of Black Lives Matter. And you will see, not. Yeah, you see what's going on in the streets. You see what happened in Kenosha, yeah. Wisconsin two nights ago. Absolutely. And he has not said one word to calm down the protesters. Not, not one. one word of hope. I not, promise you as president, you. we will look into every act mm-hmm. of injustice and racial uh, 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 injustice. And his son last night was beyond ridiculous because he said... My Donald father Trump is Jr. against racism on all levels. 
George Floyd. But that Those was it. Just words. He George Floyd was protest. it. He's sending yeah. the National Guard. Yeah. yeah. And one yeah. more thing. Especially important. Mm-hmm. Donald oh, yeah. Trump Jr.'s girlfriend talked. And it was under her name, Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend. Who <laughs> listening to her? Coming up, we'll have more of uh, some trending stories About and six more bags of the hell she had on. <laughs> 20, we'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, this week is the uh, 15th year anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. Um, Hurricane wow. Katrina, as we know, was in 2005. Yeah, 15 yeah. years ago. Wow. Uh huh. And, and Carla, of course, you know it well. You were in New yeah. Orleans at the time. Yeah, you were in there. Steve called. Uh-huh. I, he had just hired me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve called to see if we were okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and now, 15 years later, we're facing Hurricane Laura. Yeah, I mean, um, you, you know, know, I've been. I'm watching the storms. You know, I'm always looking at the hurricanes and the storms. And Marco kind of disorganized, so they're mm-hmm. not really worried about uh, tropical storm Marco. But Laura, Hurricane Laura is headed them. towards the Gulf Coast. So, you know, residents on the Gulf Coast, we need to watch it because this storm did some dangerous flooding in Jamaica and Haiti in the Dominican Republic. So, you know, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, parts of Florida. Get ready, baby. Today is the day. Get everything Tuesday you need right now. Tuesday is the day that you have oh, to yeah. prepare and you have mm-hmm. to listen to authorities because it may be too late on Wednesday and Thursday. So I'm telling you guys. By you, you staying know. in your home, you cannot save a home. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing you can do about that wind and that water, folks. But let me let me ask you this uh, thing, Carla. When you say you have to prepare, what does that mean exactly? Preparing now. Uh, well, I'll talk about it in the next part. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So before uh, we left to go to break, Carla, we were talking about Hurricane Laura mm-hmm. and how this is this week is the 15th year anniversary of Hurricane Katrina as well. You were in Hurricane Katrina. Uh, You are like our resident hurricane uh, person on the show because you've been there. You know what it's like. And before we went to break, I asked you, you you, you mentioned that people have to prepare today's the day. And what does that mean exactly? Well, you need to first listen to your local authorities. And Mm -hmm. if they tell you voluntary evacuations, mandatory evacuations, knowing the difference, you need to make sure that your gas, your cars or the gas tanks are filled. You need to have Mm -hmm. cash. You should also take pictures of your house before, before the storm hits. And then, uh uh-huh, for insurance Mm -hmm. purposes. And then take pictures afterwards for any kind of damage so you can show what's going on. You should also have water. You should have non-perishable food. That's like, go to the store, granola bars, peanut mm-hmm. butter, just different foods that you don't have to have, obviously, refrigerated or fresh foods. Mm-hmm. Also, this is a good thing people always forget. Get charcoal, because if you lose power, you can barbecue. You can cook, You know, you can, yeah. you can cook. You can cook food like wow. that. Get batteries. Uh-huh. Batteries for flashlights. Uh, candles, all of these things that mm-hmm. these are your supplies that you need. Also, now you got to have masks. 
You got to have uh, yeah. things. Uh-huh. There's a whole lot added to this. It's a whole mm-hmm. lot added, but be prepared. Don't wait till last minute. Also, get cash. You know, mm-hmm. you you might hey, need cash. It. Yeah. Is it too late? I mean, I got it now, but I can't. If you don't have, if you don't have flood insurance, could you get it tomorrow? Is that possible? Is it it just depends on where you live, but you can play pay flood insurance for the year. You know, and then you go through FEMA and then through your insurance company and they will let you know what that fee will be. But it's for the year. And let me tell you, that amount of money, I've talked to some people before and they asked me about flood insurance. They was like, dang, I should have listened to you. I said, I'm telling you, it's worth it. (laughs) It's worth it. It's worth it because Mm -hmm. you will kick yourself about what you should have done for about the money that you could have spent throughout the year. You know. So if you don't have it, try to get it today if you don't have it. Yep. Just yeah, call exactly. and see what happens. You might, you know, yeah. Yeah, and pray. Wow. And pray. Definitely. Yeah. And <laughs> Don't pray. do anything without first yeah. praying. Do not yeah. underestimate yeah. these storms and Mother no. Nature. Do not mm-hmm. worry about what category it is and what number it is. Mm-hmm. If it's coming, you need to go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a decision to have to make. Yeah, and what a yeah. 2020 this year. And <laughs> wow, I know, I know. But save your lives. You know, Steve, we talk about it all the time. You yeah. can replace your homes and all that. Material things, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Carla, thank you for that update. We appreciate it, and definitely uh, the people in that area are in our prayers. All right, uh, when we come back, last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss them. We'll be back at 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last break, Tuesday yeah. morning. Uh, there are 70 days, seven zero days until the God. November 3rd election. Yeah, it's going. It's, it's going coming, fast. It's yeah, close, it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go right now to get registered to vote at vote411.org, vote411.org, and please get your dates so you will know when you can vote early in your state. And we want you to vote early. Prepare for it like you're going to the club, like you got to go to work. That's what I'm about to get my vote suit together. Yes, prepare for it. Lay your clothes out, all of that. I mean, this is serious business. Set aside that day to take care of your vote. It's important, Steve. Yeah, it is. You know, I watched um, last night. Here's here's what I want to tell you. I watched last night the Republican National Convention. And um, I I watched it and I was uh, looking at it from the standpoint of trying to be open-minded. The Republican Party, they have some principles uh, I don't agree with them all, but I don't have to. That's the way they choose to think about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all that they are, and they are a decent group of people. The sad part in all of this is that in all of the good things that they're trying to accomplish and all of the good things that some Republicans feel are right, the fact that they are hanging their hat on a candidate who is none of the things that they say they stand for, that's the problem I'm having, man. That all of this righteousness and moral compass that the Republican Party stands for, the guy that they elected as president 
is none of that. He isn't, man. And I'm sorry that that's your choice for your party. I'm really sorry that that's all you could come up with. Out of the 16 people that were up there four years ago, this is the one you came away with. I saw the shock look on all y'all's face. You couldn't believe it, but you went, hey, party over people. So he became your ride or die. So he became the guy that you hung your hat on. But you can't really believe, and I just don't believe that, that you think this is the guy who should be president of the United States. And we need to change that. Now, let me say this to my listeners. They can put Herschel Walker up there. They can put Tim Scott up there. They can put uh, uh, whoever they want on that stage. And they have a right to be Republicans, too. I don't care. But listen to me. Don't bring them out every blue moon when you want something from them. Because uh, uh, until now, I don't hear from any of these people. Let's not get complacent and let's not get deceived. This election in 70 days is real. This election will affect your life in a way that no other presidency has because this man don't care nothing about you. This man don't care nothing about the 170,000 lives that's lost. He don't even mention it no more. He don't care what your kids get when they get up at that school. You can get COVID and education or whatever the hell else you can get up there. He don't care. His children's not there. This man don't care nothing about your unemployment benefits. The Republicans right now are are pushing back on the $600 a week that everybody was getting before. They want to do two. Now they trying to meet in the middle at four. Are you kidding me, man? You know how hard it is for people to live like that? They don't care. They want the economy back open so they can probably say before November, look what he did. But yeah, he didn't open up all these states and he's blaming that on the governor. But guess what? Guess what? Them COVID numbers has, has risen also. He doesn't have a plan to stop it. They can show that battleship that he bought in in New York. Cuomo begged for that stuff. This wasn't Trump's idea. He just gave the okay. Listen, man. This is our world that we live in. Our world. This is our future that's in front of us. This is all of our futures. This is all of our world. If you don't think this is our world, just look at what's happened to us in 2020. For the first time ever, the entire world has had to grapple with an issue that we all have in common, and it's called COVID-19. This is our world. This is a serious, serious fight we're in. And we cannot lose this election to Donald Trump. You have got to vote. All of this stuff about your vote don't matter. It does matter. Every vote counts. We have the power within our hands to get who we want in that White House in November. All these celebrities that's coming on, man, with these half-cooked notions, we ain't got time for that. We have to vote. We have to vote. Vote411.org. Register. 
Find out when we can early vote. Get your ballot. When your ballot comes, take it to the post office. They taking up mailboxes and, 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 and getting rid of sorters and everything. Take your ballot to the post office. That line won't be nowhere near as long as the one to vote. Vote early so you don't have to get locked out. This is important. Vote411.org. Thank you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 